And here we have Patty Donovan, accused of stomping, yelling, throwing Brussels sprouts. Naughty or nice? I always knew there was something in that smile of hers, naughty. What is it, Edie? Well, I know it's not my place, but some might say labeling her as naughty just for temper tantrums is rat shaming. <laughs> some might say. <laughs> okay, fine. Change it to nice. Let's go nice. <laughs> Tyler Wilson, disruptive in the classroom. Naughty. Sorry, Santa, but that's classic ADHD. You're killing me here, Edie. And actually, sir, we're not supposed to say naughty anymore. It's the misunderstood lesson. They also get gifts. This is a very special, why is this a thing? Our The Santa Claus Trilogy Deep Dive Edition. Yes. Of why is this a thing? Watching the entire trilogy, talking about every nuance of it, you guys. I'm excited. Yeah, let's go. All right. Uh, it is <laughs> the holiday season. Dooby dooby doo, boys. It's fucking Christmas morning. It's the Christmas episode yeah. of Why Is This a Thing? Here we are, guys. Doing pretty good. Only two more shows this year. The one that you're listening to right now and the Wataddies next week. And then uh, we're closing the book on 2022. Yeah. Crazy. It came quick. Sure did. You in the holiday spirit, you guys? Right uh, by. A uh, little bit. A little bit. No, not really. Really? <laughs> no, I, 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 we were talking uh, off pod about Christmas shopping. I, I'm basically done, but I had a really terrible time doing it, so that kind of burnt me out. So, yeah. Adam and I had a pretty entertaining off mic podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is a great off mic podcast. I'm ashamed that you guys will never listen to it, yeah. but uh, it just, just classic, just me taking Adam to town. <laughs> I think I was I was indulging you and just laughing. I mean, it was. <laughs> it's very just easy. a classic drubbing, you know. It's really easy to reel Nico in, and I'm just sitting here like like with like tapping my fingers, like oh my god, the bait! Stop Man. taking the bait, Nico. If we made a movie, just about what? Okay, here's a, here's a movie. Concept, it would be Banshees right? of Inisherin. It would no. no one of, one of you write one of you write the script. All right. Yeah. It'll never get done. But one of you one of you get on that. Uh-huh. Um, the two of you arguing about a movie you just saw. And it's from both of your perspectives, and from either perspective, you're the one win- winning the argument. Oh, um, there you go. That's like every argument. Yeah, that's every that, exactly. conversation we've ever had. Uh, now we were talking about uh, shopping, and Adam Adam says that he enjoys shopping, like he likes the experience of, um, you know, carrying handbags around and going to Louis Vuitton, and that's right. Well, and uh, what do you mean? Abercrombie but like, that's not what shopping is. That's not. I don't. I can't imagine that's what Adam was arguing for. This is no, not really. We're off topic. Yeah. We can't get into this as much as I really want to. I want to dissect this. It's my. We have instinct. six episodes of the Santa Clauses that's, to get through. Oh, we're not doing we have all so six. Much. Oh my god! Did you not watch all six? Oh yeah, I watched all six. Oh, then we're doing all six. Well, then why aren't we doing all six? We're gonna so talk. We're how long is this show gonna be? Santathon, dude. I don't want to get out of here at nine o'clock. <laughs> no. Okay, here's the deal. We're probably going to. 
yada yada all six of these movies and or all six of these episodes into one big movie. Well, because it, it is one big movie. Kinda I mean, is, yeah. they're about thirty minutes each. It's it's. I would say that they f- they have less footage than they did for Avatar, and Avatar was completely three D animated. So, <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's talk about this right now, okay? Um, this whole limited series, mini series, but also it can be renewed for a second season if it does well enough. Disney it has thing. been, by the way. It has been. Right. Wait, what? Yes. Uh, it's Santa, been renewed for another season. Santa Claus is coming back next year. Uh, whatever. This, whatever you want to call this format, this medium, the combination of movie and TV show. Yeah, I don't uh, does this work for anyone? I know it doesn't work for you. I'm convinced that they just film and then they decide after the fact, is this a movie? Is this a show? Yeah, but right. They're, they're so different. They're movies and TV shows, are, they're more different than people. But are you can to tell by the way it's made that they just film and hope it works. Yeah. They don't have a plan. They don't go, here's six episodes. Like, right. Yes. They shoot three hours and then they slice. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Totally. Hate it. Not into it. I think it's actually an existential crisis for like visual storytelling in general. I think it's really bad for movies and TV. I think like both mediums are losing out because of this change. An existential well, I think crisis? There's, yes. I think there's this. Okay. Here's what it comes to. I think this is a, a market factor though. Uh, mark. Uh, it's, it's driven by money, right? Yes. Right. There's some science that uh, I'm sure they've done to know that TV shows People will sit and watch five hours of a TV show, but if you ask them to watch a two-hour movie, they won't do it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Right? So by splitting this into a – rather than this being a three-hour movie or what it should have been, a 90-minute movie, yeah. by making it a six-episode show, they're going to get more people to watch it, ironically. Yes. Even though it is longer. Right. Yeah, it's strange. But what they also do is they stretch it out to uh, ridiculous lengths and they they – as you said nick uh after the fact try splitting it up into episodes and they give them names and they put the theme song at the beginning so it it is presented as if this is in a unique self-contained story and it isn't and what you get is this weird middle ground pacing wise Mm. uh where like you know the second act of the movie takes place in episode three of the show and the first two episodes are just exposition and their exposition that could have and should have been done in 10 minutes of the movie so you have like a lot of stretching going on and then also a lot of condensing going on too because the individual episodes have to move fast Mm. because uh you know in this particular case like you need to make them a half hour long. So I found this movie, uh, this, this whatever you want to call it, this limited series to be like headache inducing in terms of how fast the dialogue moves and shit, but painstakingly slow in how the plot moves and how it's divided up. I think it's really, really bad. I think it's a bad thing that when like a creative pitches something to a studio, brings a script that's like 150 pages long and the studio's like, eh, I think this might work better as a series. And then they jerry rig the thing to, to stretch to eight episodes just so Netflix will Netflix's algorithm will be satisfied. That is really bad for the product. It's really bad. Yeah. That was my issue with like Obi-Wan 
you know, totally. similar sort of thing just should have been, you know, it was, yep. it, I, it was billed to me prior to seeing it as a sequel to Revenge of the Sith, which would have been fine, I guess. Um, but then it was like, it was sort of this weird Frankenstein's monster of it's kind of a movie or it clearly wants to be a movie, but it was sort of forced into being a show. And for that reason, the pacing is completely off and there's episodes that were, you know, you're just wasting time. Um, that one gets a little bit more of a pass for me because it's, Star Wars is just a slightly more exciting version of then people in Christmas costumes walking around a very, very, very fake set mm. uh, with horrible dance numbers and stuff. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, this was I don't know what this was, if I'm going to be honest. I don't I don't know what I what I saw. <laughs> it was was it, I, it was a lifetime movie. Kind of. It was kind of. Sh- this was very this expensive. Was milking movie. Tim <laughs> Allen. It was a show for I, all that sweet. Christmas milk. I think well, Tim Allen's okay in this. I'm going to defend fine. Tim Allen. Yeah, no, he's good. He, I, I watched that first movie for the first time. Did you like it? Loved it. Yeah, it's it, fun, Yeah, right? very good. A lot of fun. Yeah, very, yeah. very good. And That's he's, shocking to me. You never saw that. Yeah, I saw the second one. Never saw the first one. That was a staple of my Blockbuster rotation. Ooh. I used to rent that movie like every other week when we went to Blockbuster on Friday nights. Yeah, I don't know why. We, 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 <laughs> every we, other week? So like we, in the middle of the year? We yeah, were, I, I rented it year-round. I had a similar experience with... <laughs> We would rent Home Alone 2 on loop before I had seen Home Alone 1. Right. And uh, that became a weird uh, cycle for my blockbuster experience. It took me years to see Home Alone 1 because I was convinced this was it. It's just Home Alone 2. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I actually... I know. It doesn't make any sense at all. I went back... Let me set this up real quick before we get into the show. So the reason why we're doing this series is because all the way back in 2015, the year of our Lord, the first year of Why Is This a Thing, around Christmas time, Zach, Nick, and myself watched all three Santa Claus movies in a row, podcasted about each of them in a, I believe, two and a half hour long episode titled Santathon. This was Zach's idea. He was a big fan of this franchise. I think at that time I had only seen the first movie and maybe bits and pieces of two and three and was quite fond of the first movie. Uh, didn't care for the the last two. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to that, uh, listen, it's your funeral. You're man. digging into the archives. I, I yeah. saw the second one in theaters. Wow. Uh, um, and I remember enjoying it as a kid, you know, mm. but I don't, I haven't seen it since. So, yeah. So we're closing the loop on this. Uh, I might actually put like a little snippet of that podcast just for nostalgia's sake mm. uh, at the beginning of this one. Um, but I listened back to a little bit of the podcast and, uh, I was, I was ragging on Tim Allen and I don't know why I was doing that. Cause he's, he's really good in this. And I think at the time I was like, eh, the home improvement guy was just not my humor and it still isn't really, but he's very charming as in like a family friendly sort of way. I mean, he Tim Allen, the guy, not even like the character Scott Calvin here, like this movie franchise, I think, is actually very near and dear to his heart in a way that you would not expect Mm -hmm. for someone of his caliber. I think he actually really genuinely does care about these. Oh, well, it feels that way. Yeah. I I believe he was instrumental in getting this show off the ground. Yes. That's too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Which, well, well, I will tell you... Up front, I thought this was going to be Disney's way of what I like to call solving the Tim Allen problem, (laughs) which is not – I don't believe it's a Tim Allen problem, but I believe that Disney believes they have a Tim Allen problem. Uh, The PR department at least believes it. 
Yeah, because I believe that they think that this Santa Claus series still has some real legs that really can be used. Uh, but darn it, Tamalin is a little conservative. And I think that is really genuinely what is. No, I'm not joking. This is a real thing. No, and I know people, you're not. Yeah, I know. People were going apparently really at this series on Twitter and elsewhere yeah, for being it. too right wing. You know, I saw which, the New York Post oh article boy. about this and they linked to like two <laughs> tweets. So I don't even buy that this is a real controversy. It's not a real. No, it's one but, of those things. They saw one guy's thread and they're like, oh, this would make some good clickbait. Yeah. And they made it a whole article in the paper of record, the New York Post. And I, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't even necessarily buy this as a controversy. There was I, one I guy that was like, thing. it's a little anti Jew to be like, you know, to, to be complaining about the PC nature of Merry Christmas. <laughs> it was one tweet. That's, that's all I'm not, saying. That's a, yeah. That's a psychotic okay. stance to take. I will just tell you that if you had heard Deranged. those opinions, Deranged. If, you, if you heard those opinions and you have not watched the show, yeah, that is a psychotic stance to take. Sure. Um, yeah. Based but on quit the actual amplifying psychos on Twitter. Who gives a they fuck? Make, they make one reference. To uh, why don't people say Merry Christmas anymore? They make one reference to it. Right, it's it is actually re- now to say oh, Merry yeah. it's actually relevant to the plot too. It is. Yeah. Um, it's not just like fucking thrown in there just to be like fuck you PC police. Like no, it's relevant right. and it's not even that big a deal. It is like a throwaway thing. Yes. Uh, no one actually <laughs> cares. Nobody on Twitter actually cares. No one in the press complaining about the people that are complaining actually care, and no right. one. Complaining about the people that are complaining about the people that are complaining care. That's the end. But I, I will say this though: I, I thought for sure that this whole series was going to be about off-ramping Tim Allen. Right. It almost and was. The show. The almost. show even goes that direction. It teases you. Yeah. It does. It. it, it it, it's like it, we did this to Buzz Lightyear, and now we're doing it to fucking Santa right, Claus, dude. Right, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is fine in here. See, I remember thinking about that, and I was, I was like, oh, well, they're going for or a Chris young, Evans. I don't know. They were going for a younger Buzz in that movie, so I guess that's why they didn't get. And then I realized, like, there's no reason not to no, cast him exa- out in that movie. Well, I know that, but, <laughs> there's no fucking but then I was reason. thinking, like, wait a second. No, if it's based on the the if if the toy that Andy buys is based on that character in the movie, then it should still sound like fucking Tim Allen. Obviously, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> that movie sucked. It's about the man behind the toy, and I'm, and you know why that movie sucked? Well, no, Tim Allen. No, Tim Allen is right. A That's the only that, reason. Yeah. That yeah. is the only reason. Because yeah. you know, if Tim Allen was there, he would have been like looking at the script, and he would be like, I don't think Buzz would say that. Probably, I yeah. think Buzz would say this, and yeah. he would say it, and that's what they'd use. Yeah, but also like the Buzz Lightyear character, as is the case with all the characters in Toy Story, are a commentary. On consumerism and toy culture, and there is a there's a there's a a, a a sort of wittiness and like a and a, a satirical nature to that performance. And then Chris Evans comes. It's Evans, right? Yes, that's the Chris. I think it's Evans. Yeah. Okay. Evans comes in here, and it's like we're going to bring authenticity to the Buzz Lightyear character. I know. Like, <laughs> since when? <laughs> Why? Who asked for this? <laughs> like, Alan. This is such a cliche phrase, but he understood the assignment. You mm-hmm. know, coming in like. Yeah, I'm going to play the most, uh, you know, over-the-top, shallow version of this toy. Yep. Because um, that is the point of the toy, is that he is, you know, just a gadget. You know, he's not like a, you know, a, a toy with pathos, so to speak. Eventually he is, though. Yes. That's the important thing. And there is that transformation, and he plays that transformation. Yes. Very, very it's well. It's good. Yeah. I think he's a pretty good actor. I agree. Uh, 
you know, like I think he's pretty good in the Santa Claus movies. Um, he's great in Toy Story. I think as a sitcom actor, he actually gets the job done. I think he's pretty good in Home Improvement, and I'm not a Last Man Standing fan, um, but uh, people like that show. Yeah, I never watched Home Improvement growing up. Yeah, yeah, I, I, uh, that was on Nick at Night all the time. Okay, did you watch that one, Nick? Not really. Okay, that no, was always but... on before George Lopez. Oh, okay. and it was the show I would. That that song haunts my fucking dreams. That's right. <laughs> it was the show that I would watch while I was waiting for George Lopez to come on. Really? Yeah. Oh man. Right. Okay. Those were the days. Middle school. Interesting. I think he's good, and I think he's underserved by the material here. Yeah. Uh, Adam, I'm gonna need you to bring more heat today to the Santathon. Okay, this is a sacred tradition. I know it's a sacred. That Adam and I have tra- that, that Nick and I started many years ago, and we need you to carry the mantle, sir. Well, we I, need you to bring more heat and be more complimentary of this franchise. Pretty please. I think I think this podcast needs more drones. F- uh, <laughs> frankly, I don't I don't think we're we're making okay, any yeah. progress until <laughs> great 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 segue because <laughs> the this movie did not um, age into the year twenty twenty two very gracefully. <laughs> no, I think we can say that with confidence. Yeah, it's, it's uh, kind- the Santa Claus franchise was a very late 90s early 2000s thing and it did not make the jump in a way that was pleasant well what what happened with that third movie i never saw it i but that one came out when like the 2006 2006, okay he almost lost his santa powers i believe uh oh okay to uh an evil santa uh, well, no, right. to to Jack Frost. Yes, right. Played, wanted to be evil Santa, played by Martin Short. I was what I was trying to do is point out how similar the plot is to oh, this show. Yeah. That's what I was. It was no, but it's, funny, it's the same. But it's funny you say that. It was. It was my impression that this was similar because I felt like I had an understanding of that story, even though I haven't seen the movie. Like, I mean, yeah, it's not fucking. It's Godfather a little similar, too, dude. I mean, yeah, they're fucking replaying the hits. But I mean, this thing is just like dull as dirt i mean everything about it i well i I mean in particular that 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 sort of forced commentary on consumerism with the drones like does that yeah the bezos the the, uh cal pen's bezos like character i don't think this movie really got it i don't think it really understood yeah were you not convinced by cal pen playing jeff bezos not really cal pen's bad in this (laughs) cal pen second week in a row by the way our boy cal pen has popped up at a christmas movie yeah yeah. The more I'm realizing, uh, or the more I see Cal Penn, the more I realize that his uh, his batting average is not as high as I thought. <laughs> I, I, I saw another movie, like, it, it was the, we- okay, so this is the- What's fun. his batting average in the Harold and Kumar franchise alone? <laughs> I mean, that can't that's be over 30, to, 330. That's a tough one I mean? to measure. No, yeah, but the assignment is so easy, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> On those, like the the bar is so low for those, it's tough to say. So it's I, like they're I, throwing softballs. I I finished watching this, and then I'm like, I'm done with this shit. So I turned on the movie that came out this year, a horror film called Smile. Um, is he and, in it? And he is in that. You know what's scary oh about that God. movie? They smile. Uh, they smile a lot. And Smiley's it was also, that movie sucks, right? No. It or is it good? It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. No, I've heard okay. good things about it. No, it does not suck. I was I I was just I didn't see it because I was like. 
It looks it, interesting, but it's probably going to suck, so I just didn't bother. It looks like – the trailers made it out to look like the most generic January release movie of all time. Right. And no, it's actually all right. The all movie right. will I'll never, for me, top the guerrilla marketing campaign, though, of putting actors in the stands during the World Series and having them stare directly into the camera and smile. Like, that to me is perfect filmmaking, and the movie will never top it. <laughs> That's yeah. what they did for this movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Ooh. That's pretty yeah. cool. It was sick. It was fucking sick. Like, you're just... Can you imagine being, being that actor and they go, we're going to buy you tickets to the World Series and you have one job. Right? <laughs> you have to smile. And they just stand there and keep the smile the whole time. And as Jose Altuve is, like, up to bat and they're oh showing his stats. That's funny. <laughs> do they, they keep smiling the whole time? Yeah! Wow. Holy shit. They stood they there! Have, That's fucking creepy. They must creepy. have put the camera off of them a couple times and been like, all right, you have a smile break. And right. they get to, like, smoke a cigarette <laughs> real quick. It hurts or... doing it for that long. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, I remember watching and I'm like, wait a minute, is that what I think it is? Like, it, yeah, it, it was smiles, guerrilla marketing. But anyway, point is, uh, Calpel, he uh, he sucks in the movie. He's quite bad. He's bad in smile? He's bad in smile. Not good, not good, not good, oh. not good. No. Maybe even worse. Mm. Yeah. Worse? Possibly. I mean, significantly smaller role, but he's still quite bad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He, um, I mean, is a shallow piece of shit in this <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to call cal penn a piece of shit i'm sure he's a very uh you know no his character soul. His but character. he just sort of i think he's well cast oh as a guy God. with no personality yeah you know to that regard okay i don't think he's acting very well i think it's a bad performance on a technical level but uh yes you know i kind of see where they're going where it's like this guy is you know this it's, guy's a politician well it's less work one I mean, of the I, I think i think the biggest flaw of this this show is that they cast this guy to be the villain. Spoiler. Right. Cal Penn is the villain. But they also Kinda. try to make him re- they make him relatable and they make him uh, at the end. He's just misunderstood. He made a mistake and everything's happy. And no, I want evil ass Jeff Bezos trying to ruin Christmas so he can sell boxes with drones like i want you to fucking lean in if that's where you're going yeah but they 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 tried to do that they're they're sort of doing it and then they're sort of not doing it and that was no they're not committing that's my problem yeah 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 i was i want them to fully commit to that idea i think part of this is the fact that it's a tv show and not a movie and maybe in a movie they would have hinted at some of the humanity but in the context of a tv show you need to fill some time and you need to put backstory and they spent a lot of time with like dead wife shit and more stuff with the they really took a playbook or took out of the netflix playbook with that one huh just guys christmas movie kill the mother right guys just fucking slit her throat did every single movie dude fucking christmas movies are just no seriously there's just wait adam gone with the wind style fields of dead parents did every single movie we covered this year featured dead parents like for the christmas stuff yeah I think I, so. Because I think it did. Did Deck the Halls? Ooh. I don't think Deck the Halls did. Damn. Fuck that movie, though. Uh, and it, didn't it? Didn't it? <laughs> Falling for Christmas was in the apocalypse, wasn't, definitely. Wasn't the vase that she had, Ooh. wasn't that like her mother's? Dead mom. Dead, dead mom. mom. Dead mom. Yeah, there was a dead mom. Yet again. And dead Broderick mom. was kind of like, you know, trying to carry on the tradition that his dead father. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dead dad. Yeah. It's just adults with dead parents. <laughs> it's a little less traumatizing when they're adults, I think. For, but. for sure, yeah. 
Yeah, it was. <laughs> Christmas means dead parents. <laughs> Just a massacre for the parents. <laughs> Have fun, kids. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, no, oh, it, man. That that's just like that's the shit that you know a, a studio would have put in the notes just like we don't need this fucking just like make a, a villain and get on with it you know and just have but him be this is also in a very easy way this is why i was convinced halfway through the show that the plan was to off-ramp tim allen and bring on because they spent so much time humanizing him and his daughter and i thought this was going to be like oh he's not he's just making mistakes and tim allen's going to come back and help him and you know yeah no yeah. No, he's just like, nah, fucko, you're out. Right. And <laughs> he just, bad. like, defeats him by, like, they just talk about it, right? I hated that th- finale. What was that? I mean, what exactly happened? He just, like, got back and he's like, <laughs> stop being mean, Amazon man. And he's right. like, he's like right, no. Fine. And then his daughter's like, dad, please, you're being mean. And he's like, shit, I'm being I mean. Guess, I guess I'm not that good. Oh, and think- then they do a flashback and his wife is like... <laughs> Uh, before she dies, she goes, I'm dying. Don't be mean. And he goes, I'll never be mean. And then it's like, oh, you forgot that lesson immediately after she died. Okay. (laughs) That's essentially, did I get it wrong? That's what happened. It's funny because at the end, no, because literally after he's being a horrible dickwad the whole time, then they do a flashback to when his wife was like, don't be a horrible dickwad. (laughs) It's like, clearly this guy can't learn. He's a fuck up. We also forgot too that they it was very very important that they get that coat, which we, by the way we didn't actually see Tim Allen slip the coat away. That was very uh, they didn't really do much fighting over that thing. It could have been an awesome fight. Yeah, scene. it could have been like a nice little set piece. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, the yeah. climax makes no sense. They, uh, they they really needed to hire like the guys who did Pirates of the Caribbean for those fights at the end where they're fighting over the coat and they're on like a wheel and it's like the wheels rolling down and like just make it exciting dude that shit unironically kicks ass in the pirate it's awesome it's so fun oh yeah that stuff is great they make it so over the top that you just like you don't even care anymore you're just fucking in it for the fun i think johnny depp might be the the best ever at like uh at like off balance acting and I literally mean when a character is having a hard time balancing. <laughs> yes. I know. You're, no, you're talking about like he's like um, there's a term for this. He's like the drunken kung fu master. Yes. Ah, yeah. Totally. Drunken master. That's exactly like what he's channeling at all times, except without being drunk. So Disney's okay with it. Well, he might be. Well, drunk. that's yeah. certainly not the case on the pirates movies. Yeah, he's he's a little coked out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know who's missing I mean, from the show? Not the character being drunk. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know who's missing from the show? And Nick, I know you're going to agree with me on this because we talked about this seven years ago. Maybe you forgot. <laughs> Probably have. Maybe Judge Reinhold is missing. Oh, I show. was so hoping you wouldn't say that. Judge Reinhold was the straw that stirred the drink in that original movie mm. as Neil. A bit of a prick. Oh, Neil. We, I forgot about Neil. Yeah, I, oh, this boy. was a big topic of conversation on the original why, why Santa. Do we, why do we always come to these like God? What, just be on my side. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was, what, a, we he had was a, a couple getting divorced. Fuck. <laughs> One time will you be on my side? God damn it! He, he was a pivotal part of those films, Adam. I'm he not like, saying he's not a pivotal part. He of that. needs a foil. I agree. Tim Allen does not no, have no, okay. a, a foil that can reach his energy level. Then, I know. I know. I know. I, my, I guess. Let me let me ask this again. Are you praising the foil or Judge Reinhold specifically? 
Well, I think it would have been a nice. I mean, he's not busy. I mean, he would have done it. <laughs> he's not busy. No, he's not busy. They brought Bernard back, <laughs> well, and he didn't do reason. jack shit. Good, I mean, because <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm okay with him having like a proper foil. I don't have an issue with that. Just don't make it Judge Reinhold. Do not make it Judge. No, Reinhold. it has to be Judge Reinhold. Oh God, Adam! <laughs> it has to be Neil. No, it could have been. It could have been really fun. Actually, they could have. All these years later, it could have been Neil like... Neil doesn't um, believe in Christmas at this point? <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. It could have been more fun if he was like... Um, he's now opened up a charity where he like collects and donates toys. And he's trying to like compete. And oh, he can't yeah. quite compete oh, with competi- the man, you know? <laughs> There's something about that that could have been great. That would have been okay. Yeah, That's I what get- I'm saying. They could have they had fun with Maybe it. Maybe recast Judge Reinhold. I'm no, okay. you don't recast Neil. Oh God, I hate Judge Reinhold. I fucking hate. I'm him. not talking about Judge Reinhold. I'm I, talking about Neil. I'm talking you about fuckwad. No, I'm talking about Judge Reinhold. <laughs> I'm talking about Judge. I'm Reinhold, talking about I Judge want him Reinhold. Back. I want. <laughs> I Pause. Want we will come back to the Judge Reinhold conversation in a minute. <laughs> Nick, your wife just entered the room and handed you, I believe, wrapped in a paper towel, a single carrot. What? <laughs> There is a carrot next to me. When did that happen? <laughs> and I genuinely did not know that happened. <laughs> Eat this carrot. <laughs> Here. Like Bugs Bunny, Here's- there is a single carrot. Here. <laughs> That's great. And I was a little concerned because you did not acknowledge it. Like, what is he supposed to do? I didn't know she came carrot? in. I didn't know there was a carrot next to me. I am shocked by this development. Here's your nightly carrot. Goodbye. <laughs> We're trying to work on my eyesight. My vision's ah, going bad. <laughs> okay. It's like my medicine. One carrot a night, I see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Judge uh, Reinhold. Bring Judge back. I mean, listen, in my opinion, I guess it was nice to see Bernard again. Although that guy looks I like he's I was thrilled to see Bernard. Old. He looks I, so bad. <laughs> he looks awful. I was like, what happened to this, uh, this guy? I would argue. Listen, he's going to be I would an argue, I mean, he's still he's acting, true, but, yeah. you know. I would argue that their... Um, their explanation plot explanation for how bernard looks like absolute shit uh, all these years later was just about or more clever than the way they brought sigourney weaver into avatar 2 <laughs> i thought it was really brilliant i see i listen i'm glad they at least acknowledged it you know they did i'm they not did. entirely clear on how the laws of this universe work in terms of you know, Santa becomes magical, but he is still human and therefore still mortal and he ages and he needs to retire. And Oh, uh, God, we need to talk about this. Yeah. I mean, I don't really want to go through the rules, but no, uh, go ahead. Nick. Gonna make my head spin. We'll humor you, I guess. The rules. It is revealed in this franchise that Tim Allen is the first human Santa Claus. I <sighs> didn't like this. Didn't like Dora Conning. Yeah, um, not a fan. They <laughs> not a fan of this at all. Um, uh, did, yeah, so you watch the they, original movie before or after the series? After, okay. So I guess it wouldn't have offended you as much. No, but you went back with that knowledge. Sure. And does that scene play at all any different based on the knowledge you have from this show? I guess a little bit, and it just makes that that Santa pretty fucking dumb. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. What? Well, no, but it, it's also almost implied that he fell off the roof on purpose. on purpose. They picked Tim Allen. Yes. Right. Right. They picked Tim for this experiment of what if we let a human be Santa? Right. What was that Santa though? 
Uh, I don't know. Was he a, was he a fucking Martian? What was he? I mean, he was a. a we also do. I think maybe Santa Claus is its own species. Yeah, higher. Okay, form of in the elf. same in the same fucking breath that they tell you he's the first human Santa, though they go back in time and introduce you to Saint Nicholas, right? Of Christian fame. Yes, the actual <laughs> who, priest. The actual yes, and he meets him, and they talk to each other. Are we implying that Saint Nicholas is not a human? No, Christians aren't human, guys. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad we cleared that up in one quick, one quick aside. Um, yeah, that was. Very we also confusing. we meet Krampus. Yes, we did. Krampus pops up. Yeah, yeah. glad to see. Uh, which the in implication a much nicer is that- mood than in the movie from what was that 2016. Yeah. Yes, but it's the implication there that like when one of the other Santas retired, Krampus came in for like a few decades, yeah. and like yeah. ran the show, Just stole presents. Yeah, that was the episode of this show that annoyed me the most, and it should. What is have going on? Because the universe, though, dude, they they're doing verses now, yeah, fucking multiverses again. I know. I know the multiverses. Every one, everywhere, everything, all at once is doing the multiverse thing right now. Yes. It is unavoidable. It is the thing. Remember when zombies were the thing, when Vikings were the thing? Right now, multiverses. I never thought I'd say this as a sentence, but multiverses is the thing. I told Nico, when we were talking about everything everywhere all at once, I told him that that is the new zombies. I said this about a year ago. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's been happening for a while since Marvel did it, really. You weren't willing to accept it, but it's definitely true. Yeah, I just... It's the thing. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I fucking... Listen, I watch Minecraft YouTubers, and they're doing a fucking multiverse right now. I'm not kidding. I mean, like, it's it's such like a heady like, subject, though, <laughs> for like um, everybody and their mother to do. It is, yeah. but it's treated like as a joke. It really is. <laughs> yeah, it's like pretty soon like Sesame Street is going to be doing multiverse yeah. episodes. And it's like with the Muppets, like we're talking over like we're talking string theory, you know, yeah. on, uh, in your children's entertainment like th- that episode, I think. And Tim Allen was excited about it. I, I know in interviews he was like, listen, we're really taking christmas back to christianity here like he's like listen christ is in the holiday is in the name of the holiday it's literally christ mass um so you know just wait until episode five of this show and we're really going to take it back to its roots and it's like yeah this is just clearly you're piling on a trend and the retconning is really annoying i don't care about any of this in fact i thought there wasn't enough time spent on tim allen in the real world there's and there was like a little none. too much fantastical stuff. <laughs> I, I, I don't remember if this was a takeaway when we did the original podcast, Nick, but I think Scott Calvin is way more interesting than Tim Allen as Santa Claus. And sure. I think the more that this franchise became a green screen, uh, you know, brightly lit lifetime Christmas movie in the North Pole, it got way worse. And I thought they had yeah, a good opportunity to go back to the to its roots, you know. And they, you know, I would have loved if when he did go back, he, they they played it as like he didn't know what to do with himself. Oh my god! Shut up, cat! Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! My cats. Um, they want the carrot. <laughs> so they they played this like he went back and he didn't have a job and he didn't know like how to just be a regular guy again. I would have liked it if the, he like went back to his old job yes. and. Oh. He was being Santa and didn't know how to be a regular person. But then you have the opposite situation where last time he was at his job but being Santa, everybody thought he was weird. Now 
because it's been so many years and that's how they remember him, they're going to be like, ah, just like old times. And he's going to feel like he doesn't fit in. But again, they even though they like there's so many things they could do. I could write. I I hate when I watch something and I could write something better. (laughs) That infuriates me. The solutions are obvious. No, I no. But the thing is, they 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 make a lazy attempt to let you know that we're thinking about that. They go into the coffee shop and he's trying to order coffee, but he can't quite order it like a human. He's forgotten. There's that throwaway line where he's like, I'm going to go to Blockbuster and get a VCR so we can watch some movies and I'm going to plug in my Blackberry while I'm at it. I got to buy it at Circuit City. Literally says Circuit City. He's been Santa. Kids have been asking for DVDs for like (laughs) how long now? He's not out of touch. Totally. Completely agree. Yeah, also, I'm, I'm not convinced that he just forgot how to be a person in the real world, too. Like, no, yeah. that was the, I think, the original charm of of Tim Allen Santa Claus. Yeah. It was a normal guy being Santa. What well, was a human, unlike all the other Santa Claus? Well, we know, obviously, Adam, we know the lore. And, yeah. Santa's uh, not human most of the time. Listen, we've all read the literature on this, and we understand that. It's and in the I, Bible. Come on. We acknowledge that. I, I'm just saying, like, the, the cool thing about him was that you could see Tim Allen underneath the costume That's and true. underneath the beard. And right. there was something charming and, like, tangible about that characterization. Yes. Where it's like every other Santa Claus is just a, a derivation of the guy you see at the mall. Well, yes. in, in a lot of ways, this one wasn't really about him as much, though. Right? This one wasn't about Tim Allen. It was about Allen's saving Christmas, Scott Calvin. guys. Right. That's well, what this was about. <laughs> saving um, Christmas. <laughs> Not to make more comparisons to Avatar. By the way, we just did an hour on Avatar. Yeah, um, yes. Check that out in Movie Hall of Fame. Right. It's on the other feed. You might We're have to seek to it out. Podcast in the, and we supposed to be this podcast. Yeah. We just went Whatever. really long. <laughs> but um, just like Avatar, both of his kids develop these magical Santa powers and are sort of trying to like live up to their dad's uh, you know, image. Right? Okay. Here's something that pissed me the fuck off. Uh-huh. What? That they're humans, but they have superpowers that are Santa related? <laughs> he didn't what, like the Santa superpower? Everything with the kids is, is really fucking infuriating. So that's one problem. Um, but but on, a, on a more specific level, what's with the disposal of his son, his actual son that we know? Charlie? Yeah. Well, Charlie has grown up. Yeah, I just think he's not. Charlie's a regular kid. An actor anymore. And he's, uh, you know, on Cameo or Re- whatever. And that's all they could. recast the son. Why, nah, why, is it, dude. why the fuck is everyone so no. afraid of recasting? I don't get Adam, it. I recognized him. I know. I But like. <laughs> all these years later, I was like, that's the kid. Like, there's no question that that's it, the kid. But he, I hadn't even seen the first movie. And I knew like. So th- this character, I know this is important to the fir- for the first two movies. You, and it's you just know like. why, Adam? Why? Because Tim Allen cares about family, you fuck. I know he cares about... Well, <laughs> then why doesn't he give a shit about his kid? His actual kid? <laughs> no, I said Tim Allen, not Scott Calvin. Oh, Scott Calvin, yeah, that's Tim right. Allen wanted to bring in the kid. Yeah. like It's a Christian holiday, Adam. He has to bring back the original cast. I see. You don't recast Jesus. That's, yeah. well, <laughs> Jesus. The liberals are doing, I'll tell you that right now. Right. Recasting Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was resurrected, though, so maybe you do recast Jesus. I think literally. I think <laughs> literally. Kind of like Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, no, they just... Disp- like, it's... it's uh, <laughs> I no, believe. I just don't think that guy acts anymore. And then get another actor. I don't. They care. did his others. He had another son. That's what they did. And his actual daughter. That's Tim Allen's actual yes. daughter playing the the girl. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. If like if it's so she much is of- awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not very. I thought in general the child performances were not great in this. 
It's However, not even fair to call them child performances. There is Those one child performance I like. The head elf. Yes. Uh, let me get that actress's name for you real quick. Um, she was in a television show called Station Eleven that uh, aired earlier this year. It is one of my favorite shows of the year. Tremendous show, and it is one of the great child performances I've ever seen. Her name is Matilda Lawler. Remember that name. She is great in this. Yes. And she's, it, she's going. She's going places. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was very good in this. Yeah. I was watching this, and I'm like, you know, damn it, like there are some good ass child actors now. And that was not something you could say when the original Santa Claus came out. You know, it was very rare. You know, when you watch like The Sixth Sense or something, you're like, oh, holy shit, this this kid can act. Hard to find good child actors. Uh, she is just like a complete pro. She's awesome mm. in this. She's yes. really good. Yeah, this is someone that has been pre- that has prepped and re- remembered their lines twice over and everybody else's lines, and she's like doing st- like she gets the material. In a way that it's a much safer does. climate today to be a child actor yeah. than it was 20, 30 years ago. Yes, yeah, that's certainly true. Much, much better. Her first uh, screen credit, I guess, was from 2020. So she just started. Um, you all should watch Station Eleven, by the way. It is a phenomenal show and she's really good in it. Uh, but th- she's just got it, dude. She yeah. just she has that thing. Uh, I thought the the kid that played her husband <laughs> a little annoying. Uh, and I thought Tim Allen's children were uh, just like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I couldn't stand them. His daughter develops horse girl powers. She's, yeah, she's a schizophrenic. Dr. Doolittle. Yes. Yeah. No, she's a horse girl. Uh, yes. Oh, if that is purely her. She becomes friends with girls named, wait for Kinda it. Kind of like the Navi and the whales, you know. That's right, yeah. Jada, yeah. Hannah, and Mackenzie are her horse girl friends. If those aren't horse girl names, I've never met a horse girl. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Jada, Hannah, and Mackenzie. Uh, and then the son just, so she gets, she gets those powers, right? So this, we split the Santa powers equally among our children. We're not favoring one of the others. So she gets horse girl powers mm. and then the son gets all of the powers of Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Very yeah. fair distribution. Yeah. <laughs> Can I make this point too? So, uh, Mrs. Claus played by, uh, Juliet from lost. What the hell is her name? <laughs> Uh, fuck. What's that? It's, it's how telling is it? I can't even remember the actress's oh name. Uh, Elizabeth Marv uh, Mitchell. Elizabeth Mitchell. Uh, she's back, Mrs. Claus. And they tease this whole feminist arc throughout the whole thing of like, you know, I don't even have a name. I'm just known as Mrs. Claus. They, you know, uh, th- I don't know anything about the Mrs. Clauses that have come before me. Or I'm looking for a purpose in my life. I think there's one throwaway line that's like, I want to get out of the North Pole so I could finally. Uh, you know, have something to do and get a sense of identity. And they keep like teasing that of like, oh, holy shit. Uh, I think Mrs. Claus is going to take over at the end of this. It's going to be a little bit of a gender reversal and nothing comes of it. It's like, nah, the men are just in charge again. Like she just didn't even get to like steer the sleigh at the end of the right. like, I thought at the very least, let her the, the, steer the, the sleigh. The solution is that they finally all spend Christmas together by all delivering the gifts together. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So Santa's just got three more helpers now. Yeah, Santa doesn't do much in the movie, though. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't stop being Santa. So a thankless role becomes even more thankless. Uh, they do nothing with that arc whatsoever. Um, yeah, same thing with the daughter, though. It's like, yeah, she gets to talk to horses, and it's unclear how that skill will be useful in the family enterprise going forward. When is it useful in the movie? I'm trying to think. I can't... She. I, all I remember is that a horse or a reindeer just says... Hello. Right. <laughs> and that's kind of it. 
It's not like she uses like an army of animals. Basically, <laughs> no, no. She basically there's a runaway horse and she gets on it and impresses some other girls. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. It's 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 pretty dumb, guys. I have a million I, thoughts in this fucking movie. There's so actually many notes. no. They they did try. <laughs> they did try to like at the end when they was like time to deliver gifts and they were running out of time. They did give her a job to do, and he goes, "Go get the reindeer and convince them to fly." That was right. her job. Oh, sure. Right. Yes. Really pivotal. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just going to be a five hour podcast. Um, <laughs> the name of this series. Oh, the Santa, the Santa Clauses. Let's talk about the, the name clauses. for a second. Yes, yes, yes. Pluralized title following in a long tradition uh, of of science fiction or fantastical movies <laughs> that add an S to the end of the title in the sequel. Hey, I don't mind them all. This yeah. one, though, on the other hand. What does it mean? What's being is is the clause itself being pluralized in terms of like the legal yeah. definition? Yes. Or is it or is it about the fact that we're in a Santa Claus multiverse? Or is it about him his whole family being Santa Clauses? Yeah, but their last or name doesn't end with is, E though. It's true. Right. Or is it a reference to Cal Penn being the other Santa Claus? So but there are many Santa Clauses in this. Yeah, year. but Santa right. Claus is not a person. Santa Claus C L No, it's an idea. A U S E no, but it, is a That's a it's a it's a uh defined print in a contract. Yes. Um right? It's well. Isn't the Santa in this movie it, it's it's no E, right? No. We yeah, don't know. He's yeah, the no. first one. Yeah. He's the first human. Maybe he spells it with an E, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm gonna need a little more clarification on this. The family, if you were to stylize it correctly, would be C L A U S apostrophe S. Yes, but it's being cheeky and adding the E because there there is a clause in this in this movie in the, a, a, a fine print clause for God's sakes. The Mrs. Clause. Yes. Yeah. Okay, just wanted to bring that up. Are you confused? No. Also, as you learning, were. yeah, learning that all of this shit was made up just for Tim Allen. Ain't it kind of fucked up that they just threw in that clause in there that you got to get married? They're just like, you got to find a wife. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, the whole who thing. Who came up with that shit? <laughs> who's who's deciding this shit now? Like, they, I mean, I I'm glad it worked out for him. He's very happy in his marriage. I'm just concerned that they're just making up rules, just kind of right. running this guy's life. Well, I don't remember. Did, were, for the, the history of the Santa Clauses, do, do they all have a Mrs. Clause? Did they specify that or is tim allen the first one with a missus no he's the first he's the first, first one with a missus okay, okay okay but in part two they're like you have to get married yes that was the whole thing about yeah and the elves just kept this from him right yeah they just didn't tell him that this Those was all made fuckers. up yeah i don't like the elves that much in this you no know, the elves are horrible i'm i was cheering when they disappeared <laughs> <laughs> they just evaporated <laughs> what happened to our boy spencer breslin by the way what is he still acting that kid or what he I played, don't think he's acting anymore. What was his character's name? Spencer Breslin. Yeah, he played. Uh, he, was he, a was, Disney, he was a Disney kid. Yeah, he was in all of them. He was. Uh, he was the kid from The Happening, who gets shot. He is co-hosting a podcast. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> What's the podcast about? It's called Spencer and Lara's Vomitorium. <laughs> It's a regular uh, triangle of sadness. It is dedicated to complaining about the unbearable, insufferable, and aggravating. 
Uh, Hell yeah. Can I be a guest on that? It's quite vague. (laughs) That sounds like Nico core to me. Oh my God. (laughs) Can we make this podcast that? Everything that you find (laughs) aggravating? Yeah. He's also made some music, it looks like. That's like a 24-hour podcast, bro. Good for him, dude. (sighs) Let's see. Last major role... Um. Wow, I am not seeing anything. These are all like direct to Redbox. I guess he was in an episode of Bones. Yeah, if you read his Wikipedia, his claim to fame is that he starred in over 50 commercials. Yeah, you'd recognize him from your childhood, Adam. He he was definitely a Disney Channel kid in like the early 2000s. Like he was on the commercials. He drew the little ears. Right. Uh, uh, he was in Meet the Parents. Uh, I kind of recognize him. What the fuck have I seen this kid in? In the original Santa Claus. He was in the Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Who was he in the the original Santa Claus? Was he not in the first one? Maybe he was only in the second one. Um, but he, he was the kid from the Dr. Seuss movie with, um, uh. Oh, Cat in the Hat. I never saw Cat in the Hat. Yeah, the Cat in the Hat. Yeah. We will be doing that on this podcast one day. That's like Nico's favorite childhood movie. Don't you like that movie? I, I don't know. I loved it as a kid. (laughs) I haven't seen it in like 15 years. Um. Yeah, they they didn't bring him back. Don't know what happened to him. Uh, I think he's trying to hide. hide? <laughs> I think if you grew up, if you grew up in that Disney era, they're all just hiding. Yeah, you uh, know what I mean. It was it was a rough time. It was. <laughs> We're all gonna pretend that never happened, right? What did you think of um their potential uh, Santas? They brought in Peyton Manning. What do you think, Nico? This is your bread and butter. Peyton Manning as a potential Santa, and he said, you know, I think I can do the job. He was really excited, and Tim Allen said, well, you only have a 65% completion rate. This job, you need a 100% completion rate. He was really more in favor of Brady in this one, too. He was. He was very, very pro-Brady. Not a good year to be pro-Brady. No. Um, Santa Claus is all about the rings, dude. Regular season stats mean nothing to Santa Claus. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he only cares about the numbers <laughs> when it counts. You know what I mean? Why well, uh, didn't seem to care about that completion rate? Five MVPs, who gives a fuck? Where was LeBron James? Listen, guys. <laughs> another rant. Mini rant. Cameos. They're a cancer. We need to stop doing them. Cameos fucking suck. I think Peyton Manning's performance was a little better than Sigourney Weaver's. Uh, but that's just me. Also, Peyton Manning is not <laughs> funny. <laughs> And they keep trying to make him work in these things. And I'm sure he's a very, like, funny guy. Well, like, he does the Monday night broadcast now with with Eli, and they're fun. And, like, he's kind of good, like, if you're hanging out with him in a room or whatever. But I remember he did some roast. I forget which roast he was on. Not good. Uh, Might have been, like, Bob Saget's or something. Uh, And he just, he doesn't have it, you know? Some athletes do. Like, you know, Shaq is good in those things. Uh, oh, yeah. MJ is good in those things. Uh, oh, he did the roast of Rob Lowe. There you go. Ooh, okay. What yeah. a forgettable roast. Yeah. I actually think Aaron Rodgers is kind of, can be funny, you know? Peyton is just, you know, he's all football, man. He's not, he's very bad. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers had a funny, funny skit on uh, Barst- Barstool. Yeah. Really awkward. They're like, do you know what I'm talking about? They were like staring at each other and asking them awkward questions and i mean sure i've i've, I've seen okay. probably about 100 of those things yeah <laughs> okay all right <laughs> makes sense uh yeah uh, glass onion was the last draw for me we've gone cameos. too far with cameos yeah we've gone too far with the cameos yeah make them stop i don't know if i've seen 
I'm trying to think of a movie this year that where it really bothered me because I have not seen Glass Onion yet. What's that uh, new movie about Brady? 80 for Brady. 80 for Brady. How about that? <laughs> 80 for Brady? Jay you haven't heard about this? <laughs> You're uh, going to fucking Tomlin. hate this, Adam. You're what? Hate this. Sally Fields. Rita Moreno. Oh, my God. Road Trip Comedy. A la about, 9 to 5. About yeah. a, a bunch of New England Patriots fans getting to the Super Bowl and meeting Tom Brady. Ooh. They're trying to, the whole time is them trying to like win tickets in like contests or like do goofy things to like break in to get into the Super Bowl. Uh, Granny's to meet, cool. meet Brady. Uh, yep. Yeah, that, that, that trailer is, that's in front of some movies now, right? That's yeah. like, that's getting a, like a theatrical run. It's wow. not even like straight to Peacock. Is that right? Yeah, it's like going to play in theaters. That does not sound good. I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I do. I know. <laughs> it, it looks like a violent assault on my sensibilities. <laughs> oh, my God. 80 for Brady, dude. 80 for Brady. Holy shit. Okay. To answer your question, I thought Peyton was quite bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he wasn't very good. As is everyone in this. Uh, better or worse than Cal Penn? Better. Better, yeah. <laughs> better. <laughs> So, no offense to Cal uh, Penn, but like now nah, he was he was quite bad on this. I mean, but he needs to. That's a performance where you have to make a choice. You know, like you have to pick a guy, and even if it's over the top or whatever, you have to try to emulate a real life figure. <laughs> like you know, like uh, for like um, Biff in Back to the Future Part Two is clearly modeled after Donald Trump. You know, mm. uh, I I think uh, you know Don't Look Up, which is not a good movie. Um, but the Mark Rylance performance in that is emulating Steve Jobs. And it's a weird performance. Though. You, you kind of yeah. got to go method with it and you have to just say, listen, I'm going to be either Bezos or Elon Musk here. And I, and I need to mimic their movements like the, well, but they also made him like a failed toy maker yeah. or like a failed businessman. Like everything he does doesn't work. Sure. He's supposed to be kind of just a regular guy. That's how he's written. Yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't fucking work for a villain. Villains yeah. are not supposed to be regular guys. You know no. what I mean? So like, part part of it was his performance, but part of it was also just the the, the choices of the script. Or yes, yes, yeah. Uh, kind of a mixed bag there, right? I mean, you have all this social commentary, and like you can really get meta with it, and you can, you know, this can be like a whole like Elon and Twitter uh, kind of commentary. Can you stop and, getting meta though. Like that's the other thing. Yeah, but the movie's like it tries to get meta, but it's bad at it. You know what I mean? And don't do it. You know, I, I, I'm. That's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, yeah, there's a lot of directions this movie could have went, and they just didn't. I need some more. I hate. This is gonna sound really, really, really dumb because it's a movie about fucking Santa Claus, but I need some sincerity. Totally agree. I, I do. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, let's see here. Um, we talked about the conservative, quote unquote, controversies. I guess. Uh, I guess Jack Burdett is the showrunner of this show. He is also the showrunner of Last Man Standing, which is another show oh. that Tim Allen has been criticized about um, for its right-wing leanings, or I guess traditional family-valued leanings. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you said, Nick, Disney is trying to correct the problem by just leaning into it. Well, it's an interesting choice to... I, I don't know. I thought they were. I thought it was going to be. I, I was surprised. That's all I can say. I really is that they did it at all. That yeah. they allowed it, and that yeah. they kept Tim Allen at the end. And the fact that they renewed, I. I it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, 
There's like an Alex Jones character in this too. Like there's a lot of like like vaguely political things. There's a you know character that literally wears a tinfoil hat oh, in yeah. the shape of a Hershey kiss. Mm-hmm. And that oh, guy sure, sure. ends up being right. <laughs> and like the tinfoil hat works. Yeah. So it's like, right, what are we saying about like conspiracies and shit? But that guy was also like pro union. There's a bunch of like stuff that was like vaguely political that the movie kind of threw out there, but didn't have a stance on it one way or the other, right, which is right. the worst kind of satire. Where it's just like, here's <laughs> here's a news story that, oh, it's so absurd, isn't it? But it's like, you don't agree or disagree with it. You're not taking a stance. You're just mentioning it. Right. It's like the, the movie shouting things. just, Hillary Clinton. It's like, <laughs> right? it's not anything. <laughs> <laughs> like when you talk about like the meta-ness of it, like that's sort of what I mean. It's just cheap. More than yeah, anything. it's just I don't know. vague. It's very, it's non-specific. It was just kind of nothing to me. I was, the whole time. I, <laughs> I was genuinely horrified at the f- start because in the first episode they end up doing a flashback to the first movie where they literally showed you clips from the first movie, oh, yeah. and I was worried: is this going to be six episodes of rehashing the oh, same yeah, shit? Of a clip show? Oh, yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> That's what I was worried about. Thankfully, they didn't do that. There was enough but, of it, though. There was yeah. quite, uh, through a few episodes. Yeah, it was pretty Certainly rough for the first like th- three episodes or something like that. Right, yeah. right. Uh, Just reminding you who who all these characters are. <laughs> um, I also I was super into uh, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing, but I was I loved this at the beginning when they threw the donut up in the air and he flew the sled sleigh upside down and catches the donut in his mouth. Mm. That was sick. For a second, I, I watch. I was watching it and I'm like. Oh, is is this is this part of like the first movie? Is this something that Santa does? He's just really into these kinds of donuts, and he does these wacky moves to get donuts. It's like a, yeah. his Homer what, Simpson thing. What but, happened to the hot chocolate dispenser in the in what, the sleigh? And oh, wasn't there a hot chocolate dispenser like built into the sleigh where you could like? I think you might be right. Yeah, like you mean like while he was flipping around. There's just in general, like where was the? <laughs> yeah, how about that retconning? Disney. Um, they made it a regular sleigh instead of like a super technologically advanced, like awesome sleigh that had cool shit in it. Right. You know? Yeah. Pretty lame. Uh, the movie, the movie, the show, whatever you want to call it, begins, a- as you said, with Santa flying during Christmas. Uh, one of the things that annoyed me about this show, and it's the same thing that annoyed me about House of the Dragon earlier this year, too many time jumps. Oh. Way too many time jumps. Yeah, this show takes place over three years. Yes. And like, you know, I believe the first year was the Christmas of COVID. Um, Assuming that that the last one is this year. Do they mention COVID at all in this? No. Okay. They don't. That's good. But um, but that would have been the Christmas of COVID that year. I guess it would have. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it makes sense that people weren't having much Christmas spirit. I mean, it was a fucking rough time. Nobody was going anywhere. Are there dramatic time jumps or does it just move very, very, very fast? It moves fast. Uh, you never can find your footing. I mean, it's almost like the show is like, yeah, oh, this is only really interesting on Christmas, it, you know, on Christmas night itself. And like, there's not much to do on any of the other days. So let's just include three Christmases. Yes. Over six episodes. Yeah. And that to me is annoying. Like the show is just not self-contained enough. And you know, House of the Dragon was similar where it's like, I just, I can't find my footing. It's like, by the time I've learned all these characters' names, they've been recast as older versions of themselves. 
You know, it's just going through the motions and telling you the history in a very like plotty way. Yeah. You know, you'd have an issue with the crown for that reason. Right. Yeah. But at least like the I crown don't does totally it. agree. The cr- yeah, the crown does it well. They take their time. They take the whole season to do it. So right. So how- they two seasons. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they do. You get two seasons with each cast and they really and they give you a good sense of time and place mm-hmm. in that show. I which, like the crown. But yeah. Yeah. The show kind of, it, it it reinvents itself. Over seasons, you know, sort of. Yeah, right? isn't that the the charm of that? Kind, of, yeah. I mean, from from the periods, I guess a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it also it, it really well establishes where where and when you are. Right. Oh. Every episode and every season. Whereas House of the Dragon is just well, know, because there's no real time or places to reference, so you just kind of have to take their word for it. It is <laughs> scrolling through the Wikipedia page as fast right. as it possibly can. I thought you liked right. House of the Dragon. No, I liked the first few episodes because I'm like, oh, this is a show that communicated to me who all these characters were super quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I fell out of it as soon as they switched cast. Once they, I think even before that, they started doing time jumps, and I, I gave it a shot. I kept going, but like. This is not a TV show. This is fundamentally not what TV is. You know, like TV is about getting to know these people yeah. and and, you know, falling into the rhythm of their lives. And it's it's not Wikipedia theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. House of the Dragon should have slowed down. They should have kept the same cast for like a season or two. That's but, what I was assuming. You know, they didn't switch it until like the end. That would be that would make more sense to me, I guess. But that's the annoying thing, though, about. You know what they ultimately did with Game of Thrones the reason why that show works in the beginning is because it's an HBO prestige drama with, you know, Tolkien window dressing, mm. you know, it's, it's like uh, underneath all of the, you know, vernacular of the time and the swords and shields and dragons, you know, there's, you know, just really good human drama that ap- appeals to modern audiences. And then once Martin finished those books, he was still not finished with them, but once he decided to explore the lore and get into the history of all of these families and and you know in painstaking detail explain each one of the monarchs over a thousand years yeah. i just check out i'm just like who the fuck gives a shit <laughs> this is not what appealed to me about the show in the first place and it became very like comic-con-y to me it became very like fan-centric we're gonna go through the wikipedia page and convey information more than story you know i see i see do you well, agree with that nick yeah in general, I think the um, there's a lot of reasons it got bad over time. That's one of them. Uh, also, just a lack of anybody giving a shit about what they were making. By the yeah. end of it, <laughs> the people actually involved in making the product didn't care. <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> you know. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really speak for it. I don't want to. I don't want to bring Game of Thrones down too much. I just know that those last two seasons aren't very good, and the first season is good. You know? It's a great five seasons. A lot of people are sort of well. No, a lot of people like the fifth season. I shouldn't say that. Yeah. No, fifth season's sick, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, it's the sixth season. Yeah, and that's where there's people start to there's one character who is introduced in season five, and the moment he dies, the show begins to go downhill. Ah, hmm. uh, I disagree with that. No, it's it's that same episode where he dies, where it's like, all right, yeah, and it just starts to roll I, I think, downhill. I think season six is very good. I think seven and eight are problematic. I knew the show was going to be bad watching season six. I like started to see the writing on the wall. Really? And I was like, Uh-oh. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the best episode of the series is in season six. I don't know. I like I, I didn't hate season six by any means, but there were just certain 
bits of it that I was like, this is the direction we're going here is something's wrong. I could just tell. I think this, what is it? The Red Keep or the Citadel shit? The Citadel? With the green shit? Oh, you, yeah, that. That's the best episode of the show. I don't know. It was kind of. Battle of the Bastards was before that one too. And Hold the Door was that season? That felt, you know what it felt like to me, season six? It felt like watching like season four of The Walking Dead. It's like, all right, we're doing the same shit. And all right, it's kind of. Yeah, that's We're why doing I, the same shit, new characters, bigger explosions, but like it wasn't going anywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I, I disagree. I so disagree. Yeah, that's why I kind of dipped out of I, I didn't even bother with House of the Dragon. <laughs> it's like, yeah. like season six was fine, but like I just House of the Dragon was pretty cool at the beginning. It just yeah, it got really confusing and it wasn't as interesting as it needed to be to no, hold I, you through all I, that through all that tumultuous waters. That episode does end with the Jon Snow parentage revelation, right? I think that's at the end of season six. Yeah. That you can definitely point to as a turning point moment though. Where sure. one, once the show kind of goes like, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. Yeah. And sort of, and you know, universe brained on, you know, the, the lore and the history. And I mean, I think just fundamentally everyone agrees that Jon Snow and Daenerys shit never worked. Never worked. And that, I think, was sort of the beginning of that whole story. Um, but, like, fucking Cersei blowing up buildings. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> Love that shit. Maybe one of these days I'll get around to actually watching the show front to back. It's a good show, in my opinion. I think it's good. Yeah. I think it's a good show. I don't know. That ending is really bad. You know it's not good? Santa Claus. No, it's Santa not. Claus is. Sorry. Santa Claus is good. The Santa Claus is fine, but the Santa Claus is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to say? Yeah, about we we hit show? all my notes. I'll say other than uh, I can't remember. This was from the earlier movies. Believing is seeing. Is that from the earlier movies? <laughs> sure. I don't Do you remember. remember? I, I can't recall. They they said a few times they're like, well, believing is seeing. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. I think what the seeing fuck does that is mean? seeing. Yeah, like I don't know. <laughs> like, don't they say seeing is believing? But they're not believing is seeing. I'm like, what? I don't know what that means. Nothing worse than when a movie is uh, budgeted too high for what it's trying to do. And you could just tell like Disney is pouring way too many resources uh, than the, the people making the project deserve. Uh, and you can tell that because of all the music that gets used. Oh, my God. The music. For example, 2001 music is used in the first episode of this show. Couldn't have been cheap to license that shit. Uh, Last Christmas is sung by the elves. Ungood. Badly. Ungood. Yes. Did like the little sight gag, though, with We Love Satan. That was very funny. Didn't see that one coming. Quite funny. Yeah, that was uh, that was ballsy. Best laugh in the whole show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I guess so. <laughs> Who plays the wife? Because okay. it seemed like that was an authentic laugh. Elizabeth Mitchell. That yeah. that that I don't think she was acting there. <laughs> that was good shit. Yeah. Uh, and also at the end of the show, <laughs> for no fucking reason, they conclude the Christmas series with the Rolling Stones can't always get what you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Playing in montage as the elves are fucking dancing in the North Pole or whatever. And it's like, how does this fit? Because you get what you need, Nika. Remember? You get, you get what you need. You ever need. heard the song? Why are they playing like Vietnam music in fucking. Nico, it was a literal adaptation of that song. 
yeah, that that's always annoying. It's like, all right, just use royalty-free music here. Like, we know what kind of show you're making. You're not fooling anybody. Yeah, it's um, I don't have much more to say about this, but I will say that Disney Plus in general rehashing some old movie franchises as TV shows. So far, not a good track record. I think we're going to need to discuss very soon on this podcast the National Treasure reboot. Oh, no. Oh, no. I uh, Really? You want to do it? I mean, I... Well, whether I, we do it as a whole show on its own or whether we talk about it in the background, I'm not sure yet, but it's going to be discussed. I mean, I don't think... I guess you're not wrong, but like, oh, God. You need to pitch me on this. Yeah. Who is in this and who are they playing? Um, our main character. Okay, so first off, let me just set I'll set the the only two episodes are out yet, so I'm not very deep into it. But it feels a lot like if they took National Treasure and made it Riverdale. That's what it feels like. <laughs> All right. Oh, so I want you to just get the tone right okay. right off the gate. Uh-huh. Our main character is a Mexican American on DACA, so she's not a citizen. All right. Um and she, we start out in an escape room, and she's really good at puzzles. All right, totally. <laughs> she's really, really good at like Sudoku and shit. She'd be really good at hunting treasures. Uh, though. I guess so. Yeah. It feels a lot like when you watch Psych, and it's like she notices things, and she's like, "Oh, that guy's tie is disheveled and whatever." And so because of that, then the Eiffel Tower is this tall. Like I don't know. Right. <laughs> it's that type of absolute nonsense, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she notices things, and um. She gets uh, wind of uh, a treasure, and she actually doesn't really want the treasure, but these fake FBI agents do, and she doesn't want to give it to them. And there's also her father's past, which she doesn't know much about, is somehow tied into this whole mess. Who is her father? Is it Nick Cage? Well, he's not alive anymore, Um, and she doesn't know why. She doesn't know the full history of it. Um, she is nobody, though, relative to the greater history of National Treasure. She's just a new person. Are we sure? Are they so going to pull like a, you know, her father, Rise though, of Skywalker be- thing or whatever? I think her father is, um, I- I'm assuming both of her parents are Mexican. So, like, I don't think it's Nick Cage, if that's what you're thinking. So, wait, Nick, C- Nick Cage is dead? The character's dead in the show? No, he's, he's not in it. That's not Nick Cage's daughter. No, I know. There's I, no Nick Cage. Nick Cage is not in the show at, at all. all. There's okay at all. But Kaitel no, no, no. is back. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, that would that would imply. Yes, that there's he is some back. Connection. Yes. Yeah, so he is back. He is, um, in this. A he's the one who leads her on to the fact that there is a treasure. Okay. And. Yeah, but like, her, what, what's his job? Does he still work for the FBI? Well, he doesn't work. Well, he's part of the Freemasons and the. Original. I don't want to spoil anything for you about him, but. What? Uh, what are you I, talking about? He's part of the Freemasons in the original movie. He's part of like, that that organization. It's revealed at the end of oh. like the second movie. Yeah. yeah that he okay. was a Freemason. Yeah. Former FBI agent, secret treasure man. Yeah. Yes. Um and So he's like the Yoda of this series now? Like <laughs> what is he doing? Uh I wouldn't go that far. He is the uh hey, can you come on set for a couple hours <laughs> and then we'll never see you again. <laughs> <laughs> bang out some exposition and call it a day yeah 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 <laughs> out by lunch uh, because I... because she her her the other person helping her and probably love interest is his that character's grandson wow uh so. this is confusing um and Catherine zeta jones who does she play she's in it 
that is my understanding. She is plastered on all the posters for this. I think she is the villain trying to get the yeah, she's the villain trying to get the treasure. Wow. So she's she's the bad guy. Catherine Zeta Jones is having a real moment. She plays a she plays right now. She she plays a really wealthy cryptocurrency heiress, essentially, whatever that means. Oh fuck this. She's the queen of crypto. (laughs) This does not sound good, guys. Uh also this is my biggest gripe. I haven't even told you the worst part yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So far, none of this has to do with, like, any sort of American history. It's all just, <laughs> like, it's it's all just, like, conquistadors and, like, uh, the fucking, the, the Masons and all that shit. But it's not actually, like, there's no declaration of independence stealing. It's, like, she, she found, like, a weird fucking cube and it was like a puzzle cube like that's the type of shit we're dealing a with puzzle here. cube like fucking yeah. hellraiser we're not talking about benjamin franklin's <laughs> bifocals like uh, lighting up the bricks like we're talking about just here's a cube and oh the rabbit was under the sun and therefore i opened the cube so so, so, so wait, wait 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 a minute so it so what's the nation if it's a national treasure what's what nation are we talking about mexico probably mexico. because okay all right well, because fine. a lot of this is like aztec and right. mayan and so i think i think this is mexican national treasure is what they're trying to <laughs> tell you okay sounds cool um listen it's bad <laughs> <laughs> really bad uh wait a second wait, wait, i think wait, wait, we all wait, need i think we all need to talk about it i think oh. Hold on, hold on. I gotta look at the logo for this because if it's Mexican National Treasure, that actually doesn't make a lot of sense. Hold on, National uh, Treasure. TV. Oh, if it's still the I logo and the pyramid. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because because if that's the case, then yeah, we're we're off to a a, a, ba- a bad start. TV show. Yeah. Is uh, it? And also, is the poster like printed on a faded document from the seventh from the sixteenth century or whatever? So oh, yeah, look at that. The, yep. Yep. Well, yeah. The 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 word treasure still has the I in it. But like the background is like um, a symbol from her. It's like it's more like Mayan Aztec looking. Okay. I jeez, this poster's don't bad. get why Nick Cage is not doing another one. I I don't understand what the holdup is. They don't want him to do it. Why would they not? According want to him? I, I have this article right here, bleedingcool.com. It's uh-huh. not a very trustworthy source, but the headline <laughs> is National Treasure: Edge of History wants iconic Nicolas Cage on show. Obviously. Why did they get him on? They don't have so, the money? Like, I mean, if this podcast has proven anything, it's that Nick Cage is fucking available and he will answer <laughs> your calls. That's true. Like, that is the one guy where it's like, like, like they talked about how long it took to convince Pesci to do the Irishman or whatever. Like, you, you never Pesci. have that problem with Nick Cage. I mean, was he, what was he filming? Unbearable Weight at the time where they were filming this? I don't know, but it's Disney. That's true. Just back up the truck. I know, like, his rates are a little higher these days since Pig, but, I mean, the dude did jujitsu a year ago. We forget about that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my There's God. There's no good excuse for Disney not getting Cage back. There really is. And this should not be a TV show, and this should not be a next generation of fucking Treasure Hunter shit. This should be National Treasure 3, The Secret of Jefferson's Tomb or whatever, and it should be on the big <laughs> screen. And it'll, it'll make $300 trillion. The secret of Jefferson. There's no excuse. Like, is this why they brought Iger back? Like, is this why Iger was rehired? Like, are the decisions that hard? Yeah, I know. It's actually like the crazy part about living in this world of reboots and remakes is like not only it 
not only are you making the worst shit possible because you have no creativity, but you're also making the wrong decisions when like the easy decisions are right in front of you. Staring you right in the face. It's like I would rather you make 13 National Treasure movies with Nick Cage that's the same shit than do a bad reboot that's just wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. To- totally agree, but and, and Catherine Zeta Jones would, would do a big screen version too, and Kaitel would come back. Sure. Like you're it's paying very the, strange. Like clearly, very you're strange. paying Kaitel a ridiculous amount of money anyway. You might as well give him something to do. You know who just said they were open to returning to a franchise was Brendan Fraser for the Mummy. I would, I would love that. Definitely be in on that. I would love that. Hundred percent. And listen, like I, I'm kind of joking about it, but this kind of does tie into our conversation of the Santa Clauses and this whole. Uh, TVification. Well, that's why I brought it up. <laughs> uh, it, well, well done, Nick. Good segue. <laughs> but this, 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 um, you know, Game of Thrones esque battle for power that just took place behind the scenes at Disney. Like, I think it is directly related to all of these miniseries and TV shows and the focus on Disney Plus. Uh, this was Bob Chapek's big gambit of like, we're going to build this this streaming service. To be a Netflix competitor because Netflix is the future and we have to completely rethink our business model and adapt for the modern age. And audiences were like, eh, like, cool, but I like movies, too. Yeah. You know? You're right, though. When, you, when you're talking, when we're talking over the phone, it's like I did see a notable pushback from, you know, viewers and the movies themselves. And I don't know. It's, it seemed to me like... a. Ugh. Streaming services were so sure they thought they knew what audiences really wanted, and then once they got it, it's just, I don't know. I, I think people are sort of backing away. I don't think people want bombardment. Like, no. I don't, I don't no. like, well, I think, I think streaming is here to stay. I think the technology is here to stay. Yeah. I don't think, like, Netflix is going to declare bankruptcy anytime soon or whatever. And I don't think, like, movie theaters are going to be here forever. But I do think that I, there is something to the idea of communal viewing. I think there's something to the idea of, like, water cooler conversation and, and movies and television shows building by word of mouth. And this idea that you can just spend, 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 spend into relevancy when you're only charging people, whatever, 10 bucks a month, 11 bucks a month for a subscription is not what people are asking for. Mm-hmm. And it's not financially. I think what did they lose like two billion in a quarter Netflix? or something or Disney? Oh, yeah. they lost. I think it was like maybe not in a quarter, but they lost like two billion over a year or two just by making Marvel TV shows and shit. Yeah. Like no one's asking for this. People want good movies. People still like going to the theater for these things. Yeah, that's why I'm saying. I was going to say since Disney plus like popped out, the movie quality has gotten worse and the show quality has also gotten worse, which is really bad. The shows are horrible on Disney plus across the board. I, you can say what you want about Mandalorian or even Andor, but across the board, Disney's TV shows have been garbage, yeah. hot and, garbage. Andor is a miracle, but the rest have been, uh, yeah, pretty bad. Okay. Andor doesn't feel like I'm watching Disney Plus, though. Yeah, it's like you're watching fucking Bourne movies. <laughs> it Andor does yet? feel out what of place. What are you doing with your life, dude? It's so good. It's so good. Trust me on this. It I is am so very good. lukewarm on it, Adam. Uh, Nick, you fucking go back to Pandora, dude. I'm it just fucking, telling you. I'm, it fucking I'm, rules. It's so good. The monologues in it. And the characters in it, and like the ideas, it's it's amazing. Yeah, no, I'm sure I'll get around to it. I'm not I'm not enthusiastic about like seeing any of this stuff. It's the Disney Plus of it all, I guess. It's not like that. Yeah, but none of it is is hyped me up. I haven't heard anybody really talking about it. That's also been sort of a problem. Oh well, boy, yeah, I don't. I'm I don't a know. person. 
Yeah, I, I think know. it's great. Yeah. I think I've heard only good things about Andor. I'm probably the lowest opinion of everybody, yeah. and I still think it's pretty good. It's Tony Gilroy just like writing the show within an inch of its life. I, just like the dialogue is fucking awesome, and the performances are great. Yeah. And it's like for adults. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. It's a Star Wars show for adults that kids will not understand. Interesting. Well, It's I mean, sick. It's may- so good. Maybe I'll get around to it. It's so good. Yeah, I've been trying to finish watching movies. Maybe that's what I do for the new year. I just pound out Andor, I guess. You know? Treat yourself. I'm, it's a breeze. You'll get through it quick. Yeah. yeah. No, by the way, I'm of the opinion that I think movie theaters outlast Netflix. Maybe. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I think Netflix goes before movie theaters go. Um, Netflix, the company, not streaming services. But No, no, just the company, Netflix. I think movie theaters will still be. But, you know, movie theaters are... They're not there. No, but they're not going to be. It's going to be more like a retro novelty yes. almost. That's yes. it's not going to be like a thing that people do. No, it's, it's not going it, to be. It, it, it's like it's like what bowling alleys are today. Fine. Yeah. No, no. It's kind of like a retro novelty that people do. But right. It's yeah, not like nearly as popular as go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Those are. They will. Right, I, I, I don't think movie theaters are actually going to go anywhere. I don't. I just think you're going to see a lot of. <laughs> them fail you're gonna see far fewer movie theaters it's not gonna be the you know the cultural focal point of like audiovisual entertainment which it is really isn't, isn't now no, um but uh no it's the idea that movie theaters are dying completely like completely dead and extinct they're not they're never gonna be extinct but they're gonna be relegated to like a real art ways you know that place in in harford yeah. yeah it's gonna be kind of like that yeah yeah i think um you're probably right i i think movie theaters Specifically, the big chains have missed out on opportunities to, you know, replay older movies and sort of make it a more, uh, yeah, as you said, like artistic experience. Sure. And like, some I, I the- almost think that the the newer theaters are the ones that go first because they probably have a more unsustainable model. Well, they do. Yeah. I mean, listen. Whereas, I mean, like these these small theaters, they're scrappy. You know, they know I how to get to- by. Oh, they I sell went- two-day-old popcorn. Yeah, they know what's up. I went to an art house just uh, uh, yesterday, actually, and yeah. The- What'd you say? After Sun. Okay. Yep, and it's it does very well. It's a very where's well- that playing? Where'd you go? Bantam, Bantam Cinema. Oh fuck! I didn't know it was playing. I couldn't find it. No, it's playing in Bantam Cinema. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, I was I was talking with Jabril about. This. I, I was trying to see it. I couldn't. The, the I- color timing on these theaters is so good it's not because all the theaters that we go to at amc have this like blue hue over yes. all this it's like it's 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 right but it's also not right it's kind of it's it's wrong you you, you know that's that's not what it's no one that works there those like. knows how to calibrate the images though no, no, no i know it's like 16 year olds that are getting paid minimum wage or whatever and it's it's annoying because like if if you put us in charge of the theater like all of the bulbs would be perfectly lit and yeah. the images would not come out grainy and it, it ruins so many like great movies like nope this year we saw oh, it yeah? together yeah, yeah. i love that movie uh maybe talking about it next week on this podcast is that still in your top 10 hell yeah wow fuck yeah oh my um, god but i i've since eh. i've since revisited parts of that movie at home yeah, and watched better. the scenes again and it just didn't play. It didn't play uh, uh, on a theater at all. Um, didn't play properly on the theater, you mean? Yeah, because the the light was off. There was something wrong with the the fucking the bulb and the projector. Yeah, they're like, the, well, the, 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 there's a coolness to it. I know because I've done the same thing, and I'm like, yeah, that's not what it looked like when I saw it. It didn't look right when I saw it. Now, when I went to this theater, when they have the time to actually deal with that, and there's only two screens. 
it looks perfect. Like it really did look perfect. It was great. Yeah. 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 One of my dreams would be to own like a small theater, like just like two or three screens. That's what this is too. Yeah. I would love that. That would be one of my dreams, dude, like a retirement job or something. And it's not just like little it's it's, it's little movies like After Sun, but then Babylon was also playing. Is After Sun still playing there? Yeah, probably. I need to make my way out there and see that. I couldn't find a showing. I don't think this is listed on the Flickster app, and that's what I use for tickets. Yeah, you, you got to just type in. You got to go on just Google and type in, like, where is it playing? It's literally 15 minutes from my house. It's great. Oh, I need to get out there. Yeah. Damn it. Okay. So, should we uh, wrap up here? Yeah, I think so. Anything else about the Santa Clauses? Oh, uh, well. I, I like... mean, they're coming back. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they go from here. Santathon continues next year. Oh, my God. I like the movie. You think I Oh, you like the original Santa Claus? I like the original movie. Santa Claus. Yeah, very good. But the the show was uh, was trash. Do you think um you think it's going to be out next year? Oh, we're t- we're going to do annual Nico? Santa Clauses. I think well, that's so, what I'm yeah. wondering. You think oh. they're going to do it in one year? They're going to make another show. Take? How long does it take? It should take longer. Boy, did they shoot this in green screen? By the way, or did they shoot this on the volume? Because I couldn't tell. Because the the green screen actually looked pretty good, and the, and uh, in this movie, yeah, Santa Claus movie, you thought it would look good. I to me, it didn't look like your typical they probably Disney have, green screen. They, I was gonna say they probably have access to the the room where they shot like the Mandalorian and yeah, shit. That's that's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. I don't know. Maybe they probably have access now. I think they use that. They've been using that a lot. Yeah. Why would how, how long do they need to rent that out for a day for a show like this? Yeah, that thing. Shoot all the things. Cool. Shoot all those scenes that they need to and then move on from there that thing's fucking sick i want to go hang out in that thing <laughs> i want to have like a birthday party in the volume oh, oh my god <laughs> <laughs> how much would that cost to rent because you're too terrified of virtual reality and, and stuff like that you, you'll you'll get stuck in there <laughs> uh yeah uh so i i don't imagine it'll take long just put put you know dig out the north pole set and you know, copy and paste. No, upload the new, <laughs> the North Pole set. <laughs> Type in the programming and there it is. Yeah. I love All it. right. Uh, yeah, that's it, guys. Uh, hey, listeners. Merry Christmas. Mm. I don't care if it's not PC to say. <laughs> Merry Christmas. The war on Christmas ends today. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the eighth year in a row. I think you've said that now. <laughs> Oh, Tim Allen ended the war on Christmas, you know? He did. I guess if Tim Tim Allen can make his way back, then I guess Christmas has won. I am shocked this man still has a career with Disney. I'm shocked. I didn't think for a second they would ever bring him back for anything. When when I heard they cut him as Buzz Lightyear, I thought that was the final nail in the coffin. I know. know. They bought Fox, and they never brought back Home Improvement or anything. I was like... Well, that's right around the corner now. I know. the success of this show. Any day now. Yeah. Patricia Heaton, is that or what was her name? I forget. I'm sure she's available. But oh. so <laughs> Richard Karn. You could bring him back. <laughs> Quick side note, I know this is really fucking nerdy shit. Yeah. Richard Karn tweeted out one of one of the great tweets. Are you enjoying that carrot, by the way, bud? It's a great carrot. <laughs> Try not to make too much noise. <laughs> Richard Karn has a Twitter account. Richard Karn, by the way, of uh, what was he? Al from Home Improvement was that his name? His sounds site right. Yeah. I don't know. Never saw it. <laughs> yeah, I can't say. So I follow Richard Karn on Twitter, but he didn't like tweet for like a year. And 
just randomly he, he tweeted just a single sentence with a picture of himself holding like a cocktail and being like cheers and it was like richard and he was like he was like talking about himself in the third person it was like richard karn has decided that nfts are not for me <laughs> and i will not be releasing uh richard card branded nfts have a nice what? day okay like he thought to announce this you don't think he has a person doing his twitter for him no it seemed like it was him that's very <laughs> i feel like he has like just some lady or something who helps him and she just did it it was my that, favorite tweet of the year i don't know it seems weird for somebody to tweet from the third person like that let me get the exact. Here he's just go. got like some young. I would say like he has some young kid tweeting for him, but like young people know. would know not to do that. Okay, so he's got to have like an old person working for him. It was in first person. I take that back. But it did oh, okay. include the picture, which makes it funnier. Okay. I've thought long and hard about NFTs and I've decided it's not something I need to do. Prayer emoji, heart emoji <laughs> with a picture of himself smiling oh good god with a drink that's it <laughs> what <laughs> and it was out of context too like <laughs> wow is richard karn okay uh, <laughs> something the matter with richard maybe karn. he was subtly trying to tell people not to buy the trump nfts <laughs> oh no that's the only explanation anyway merry christmas <laughs> to richard karn yeah sure why not i'm sure he listens i hope he gets everything he wants for christmas guys i hope you two have a merry christmas mm. i hope my enemies don't but i hope you two do because you're my oh, friends thanks and oh, i love you me. you wish me a merry christmas nico really really I take that back i no longer <laughs> i'll give you a merry christmas but i will not give you a happy new year How about that? <laughs> i want your new year to be filled with misery <laughs> Well, I will be in Newport, so yeah, apparently it's going to be so miserable. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah. Do we even do this now? <laughs> well, you know, let, we should let the listeners just enjoy their holiday. We should let them off the hook. Oh, we'll be back God. next week with the Wataddies. Yes. Yeah. End of year tradition. Eighth annual Wataddies. That's right. Jesus, Is that right? That's going oh. to be a big number. Yeah. <laughs> that's... Eighth annual Teddy Awards next week. Always a fun time. Oh my god, I can't wait. Movie Hall of Fame for our Avatar thoughts. For Adam and I's uh, end of the year top ten lists. Uh, also, our review of Quentin Tarantino's new book, Cinema Speculation, is available on there too. One of the better pods we've done, I would say. Two Cents Radio. Uh, our end of the year quiz is releasing this Saturday. <laughs> you have an end of the year quiz? Rob came up with a bit. Um, and we stomped all over it. I mean, teaser. I would say mixed results. I would say there's some highs and there's some lows in that pod. Okay. But uh, Nick, uh, Rob, and I quizzed each other on the events of 2022, and we answered questions. Um, so, yeah, play along. Did you answer correctly? That's for you you to find out. <laughs> I will be listening. There you go. Oh, uh, no. And then uh, also, uh, please check the YouTube. I'm a little behind on this, but I will be releasing, I promise you, my top 10 movies of the year and uh, TV shows of the year as their own YouTube videos. So I think it's uh, youtube.com slash too many thoughts media, or you can just link to it on the site. You're going to be releasing the, when are you releasing the movie video? 
I'm trying to milk the content as much as I can here, but I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna line it up with the pod. I'm not gonna step over the pod. Okay. Pod will come out first, and okay. then I'll I'll do the video. That's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Because there's a there's a movie you need to see. Uh, there's yeah. a couple I need to see. Yeah, there's a few you should see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, I might be more on top of it than you think. Oh. All right. Love ya. Until next time. Well, we don't say that anymore. Merry nah, Christmas. No, we don't do that. No. Oh, oh, oh. Bye. <laughs>